evening, everybody, and welcome to the second episode of the CP Advocates Chat Line. My name is Caleb Wells. I am the founder and chairman of the North American Association of Cerebral Palsy Advocates. And tonight I am joined by two guests. One is Tanner Lynn, our vice president of the association. Hi, everybody. And I am also joined by Brittany Smith, one of our members. And Brittany, Hi. you can kind of go into how you got involved in the association, how long you've been a part of the association, and then we'll start our conversation from there. Let's see. I have been a part of this group for a year. Um, Tanner actually messaged me and he um, invited me to the group. I never knew the group existed until he messaged me. And I, I jumped in and I've loved it ever since. And um, that's pretty much it. Awesome. So we brought you on here because you're one of our longest tenured members. Like you said, you've been in the group for about a year. And what have you gotten out of the association? Honestly, like I've learned, well, learned to be more myself. Like here in this, like here in the group, like anything goes pretty much. As long as it's in the context of what we're speaking of, you know, but I've learned to just, you know, we all have our own struggles and challenges that, and the same, in the same time, you know, we all face different challenges, but in a different way, if that makes sense. Yeah, definitely. And can you talk about kind of your life um, with cerebral palsy and um, just what you deal with on a day-to-day -day basis? Well, I have spastic quadriplegia CP, and I want to say it's not all sunshine and rainbows. Um, I do struggle, like. I'm very hard-headed. Like if you meet me in person, like I don't, I don't like to ask for help unless it's absolutely necessary. I mean, even even if I have like the slightest fall, I don't, I don't want no help whatsoever. Like I, I hate asking for help, and like I don't know. That's this always been me. I I think that's one thing that we talk about in group a lot is. There, there is kind of that, there's kind of that hard-headedness with all of us. It's like, I want to be independent and I feel like I'm inconveniencing somebody if I do ask for help. But there's also some strength that we can find by asking for help in the right way and making sure that we are not really inconveniencing people if that makes sense so yes uh, so we brought you on today obviously to talk about the group and talk about yourself so uh, we we all come from different backgrounds obviously like I grew up I grew up in the city both you and uh, Tanner grew up uh, living out in rural areas. So kind of speak to your experience growing up in a more rural, like, isolated area. Like I I was born and raised here in West Virginia and that's pretty much all I know. 
Like I am, I'm 30 minutes from my local, you know, local city, which it's nice not to be like in the city, like with all the noise and everything that goes on and crime and it's just peaceful. Um, and I really, I really enjoy it. Um, I mean, there's not much to do. <laughs> there's not much to do here in West Virginia, mind you, but, and I always say West Virginia is behind the times when it comes to um, different things, when it comes to disabilities or anything like that. Um, but I do like living here. Awesome. Do, and Tina, go ahead. Do you, you feel like, do you feel like you have access to the things that you need when it comes to disability or do you think that some things could be improved like being able I think to some... go ahead I think like in general I think I wish that some things can be like improved because like even primary care doctors here you have to explain what cerebral palsy is and if you I had, a, I had a doctor one time, um, well, actually a surgeon turned me down for a surgery because he found out that I had cerebral palsy and he was scared half to death. He acted like it was the plague. He didn't want to even touch me. And it was, and I'm guessing it wasn't a surgery that was related to CP. It was just a normal. It, it wasn't related to CP. It wasn't related to CP. It was a different surgery. Yep. Uh, that to me that just seems crazy that we have to explain CP to to doctors, even though what we're talking about isn't isn't even CP at all. So it, yeah, that makes no sense to me. I, and I, I and I wish we could change that, <laughs> but. I think the thing that I wish that we could like physically change ourselves is like these doctors that go into medical school and nurses that go into nursing school. I wish that they would have like a specific course, like teaching on cerebral palsy and like the different types of CP and the fact that, that not every individual with CP has the exact same or affects a person the same way. So you bring up an interesting point there, uh, Brittany, when, you, when you're talking about CP not affecting everybody the same way. It truly is a spectrum. It, again, mm -hmm. I talked last week a little bit about my interactions with the visually impaired community, and it truly is a spectrum, and disability in of itself is a spectrum. So being able to use a platform like this to educate people of like, this is my personal experience. This is what I've gotten out of it. This is what I do. This is how I deal with it. I think that's the biggest thing that we can do as individuals is kind of share our personal experience because that's where our wealth of knowledge comes in. You know, the biggest thing growing up as a person with with the CP is that you learn to accommodate certain things. Like if you want to do a certain task, you have to learn how to do it a different way. 
it might take you longer, but you will learn to adapt to it. Exactly. Exactly. Yep. And I think that's also that's also things when we talk about doctors, when we talk about lawyers, whatever we're going to do, especially with uh, parents that find out that their kids have cerebral palsy. And this is something I've been super passionate about. And I tell this story a lot is my parents were told I wasn't going to be able to walk, talk, or feed myself very much less go to mm-hmm. school and live independently. So uh, yep. being able to do that, and it's all about your own determination. And again, going back to having a platform like this, where we can, one of the things that I've always wanted to do is kind of sit down with parents and say, this is not a death sentence. It's not a, it's not a diagnosis that will confine you to this box. No, it's it's going to be learning how to adapt and really if I could give anything to parents and to doctors I would like to be able to teach things and say your your biggest asset right now is your ability to adapt and help and help your kid help your client figure out how to do something differently and mm-hmm. so um, it it also comes back to where I grew up and how I grew up because that was just kind of the approach that my parents took with it and just kind of talk about your upbringing and how how that affected you and your ability to be more independent like I I don't know how I, was, how I want to say what I want to say I, um, my mom, my mom raised me, um, and, and she has done a fantastic job. She has always taught me you can do anything that you can say, you know, you set your mind to, and, um, she's always been supportive of anything that I wanted to do, and even my whole entire family, they treat me like a normal human being and not, like, push me in a corner. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It comes back to that. It comes back to the humanity and uh, not to get too sociological on you, but when you do have a disability and you have a child with a disability, your one, your natural instinct is to be, oh, we need to protect this person at all costs. When in reality, what we should be doing is saying, we're going to go at your speed, how you want to do this. And I think that's what I hope people that listen to this take away from it is yeah, work at your speed and you'll be successful. What, what we did, like there's that human condition where we want to, you know, measure ourselves up against other people and it's a race to keep mm-hmm. up with the joneses the kardashians whatever you want to say yeah but, and... at, but at the end of the day it's we got to go at our own speed and success looks different through different exactly exactly 
And what were you going to say when you go on top of that? You were starting to say something and I kept, kept talking. <laughs> uh, did I and who up? really in in my opinion, um, who really cares how long something takes us or whatever? Let's just do it at our pace and not worry about how long it takes to accomplish a goal, whether that's for a parent, adult with CP, a kid with CP. I mean, you just have to do everything at your own pace. And that's part of the goal. Brittany, what is your goal for this year? If you had to set a goal for 2023? Like, I don't have like a necessary goal. Like physical wise, I don't. Um, like for my disability, I don't, but like, I just, I don't know. I try to be like more accepting of my disability because I feel like the older I get, it's harder for me to accept. Like there are some things that I can do and there's some things that I can't do. And I think the older I get, it's harder for me to sit back and watch, you know, and be like, I wish that I could do that, you know, but when it comes with limitations, it's hard. Definitely, definitely. And I think it, it, it gets to me that it gets me not upset, but having to accept that. It, you know? So there's this thing that if you go to therapy or you talk to uh, people, uh, there's this thought process in cognitive behavioral therapy called radical acceptance. It's being able to accept things that we cannot change. Um, like the sky is blue, that's never going to change. That's radical mm -hmm. acceptance. Um, and being able to know your own body and being able to know what you can and can't do and being able to accept that's a big part of your personal growth and your personal journey. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, it, it breaks down to, I heard this quote once that everybody looks to be happy. Like that's, that's like everybody's end goal, but happiness, there's this connotation with happiness where it's, there's like some kind of magic to it or something when in reality, mm -hmm. what you're looking to be is content. You're being able to live in your own body and not really be afraid of who you are as a person. Mm -hmm. and I hope with this group that we're able to help people do that. Um, yeah. So. I think. Uh, I think this group has like helped me in general. Um, it's helped me in general because having more people that's like me that understands what I'm going through at a certain point in my life or how I'm feeling. That is great because you don't find very many people with the exact same condition you have, not in my area. Yeah, and that, that's really, we talked yeah. last week. Uh, Tanner, you know this, we talked last week a lot about uh, 
being able to build that group and me kind of a light bulb going off in my brain saying, well, there's the NFB conference. We can do that with people with CP because yeah. you can see that there are these people that are doing amazing things and we're going to help you get to whatever your goal is going to be. Um, and I really hope that through this project and through um, through all of that, I hope that we continue to grow in that way. Um, exactly, because I feel like it's very important for for, um, for all of us to know that there is a place, there is a place for everybody to come, and that and especially with this group, it um, it helps for everybody to know that they're not they're not alone. And Brittany, I have a couple more questions for you. One would be if you could say anything about CP that you would want people to know, what would that be? I would want people to know that CP is just a diagnosis. It's not, um, it's not, it doesn't define who you are as a person. And, and, just to be yourself. I mean, just go out there and be yourself and don't worry about what people might think or say. If they see you and you walk differently or you might speak differently than, you know, another person, just be yourself and don't let your cerebral palsy define who you are. Awesome. And that kind of leads into my last question as I'm losing my microphone here <laughs> is if you could go back, you know, 20 years in the past and say anything to your younger self, what would that conversation look like? Um, I'm not sure exactly. I think, I think when I was younger, I always used to struggle like with, um, with physical therapy and I would get aggravated I I would say to my younger self that it was all worth it in the end because look where I am now and look how far I've come and without you know help and like physical therapy I and you know my faith I wouldn't be where I am today Awesome. And I'm going to turn that question on to Tanner because I didn't ask you that one last week. Okay. Uh, so if I could go back um, 20 years, I, I would say kind of what Brittany says, um, just, just know that you can, you can, you can get through life and it's not, it's not always gonna be great but in the end it is it is what it is and just accept that all right do you have any more questions for Brittany or Brittany do you have anything else you want no, to I don't. say mm -hmm. all right then I guess I'll wrap this up here um of course in the notes I'll link both our page as well as um the link to the other video it should be down in the corner actually um in the bar 
so thank you for joining us. Uh, thank you for taking time out of your yeah. day, Brittany, to be a part of this. And yes, thank, thank you, you for Brittany. listening and it making was, us part it was of your great. day. Yeah. Thank you guys so much.